Welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today. Alongside of me, I have Shabazz. Hey, guys. How are you doing? And we have Anthony. Hey, hey, hey. Wow, that was the first time I did a normal one, and you did like a fun one. Yeah. Things are changing yeah. here. I'm not too sure how I feel about this. Looks like I'm going to have to be negative this episode. <laughs> <laughs> negative Shay. Guys, how is your week going? It's going well, yeah. It's yeah. going okay? Yeah. It's going well. I mean, we're, we're finally getting some good weather. Yes. Right now, it's nice and sunny, but the, most of the week, I think, has been nice and sunny. Yeah, it's been great. Actually, it's been not that sunny. It's been rainy. In my part of, of the GTA, it's been right. nice and sunny. <laughs> Maybe in the, in the Vaughn area or Woodbridge, whatever, it's not that sunny. I've been in Mississauga all this time. Okay. So. Oh, that's a mistake then. Well, this is the movie podcast, but before we dive into the regular housekeeping, just a quick thing we want to address. Raptors won game one. And that's all we'll say. Today I, is game two. Today's game two. That first game? Yeah. Amazing. Fantastic. Let's keep it going. We're wearing our NBA Finals hats. Anthony is not. For all check you us out Anthony. on YouTube.com slash ThisTimeWith to check out these yes. NBA Look Finals these hats. hats. If you that want us to talk about the NBA, let us know. Yes. Yeah. We'll talk um, about- as always, you can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every Monday or even Sunday nights if we get it up in yeah, time. It depends on how... Daniel moves. Yeah, uh, across all your favorite podcast platforms. If you want to be part of the show, write into thistimewith.com slash talk. Also, if you like what we're doing here, please comment, like, subscribe, do all yeah. of that stuff. Rate us on Apple Podcasts because that thing that really helps us out. Yeah. Before we get into our topic of the show, which today we're going to be talking about all about X-Men and the future of X-Men and the legacy of the X-Men and days of future X-Men. We have a question. Oh. So Josh writes in, and Josh is actually, this is the Josh who actually composed and produced the intro jingle and outro jingle for this time with in the podcast. What? That guy? That guy. He wants to ask. famous guy? He wants to ask a question. I don't want to answer his question. So Josh writes in and asks, if you had the budget, resources, actors to make any movie you want, what genre would you make and why? I'm going to go first. Please do. My genre is Western. Okay. Westerns. I like it. Who, yeah. who would you want to be in your western? Who like who? What, what actors? What, who actors, act, actresses. Um, good actors and good actresses. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, oh. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say those as well. You want too. good ones? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I would try to get Daniel Day Lewis to come out of retirement. Right. Why? Because he's great. <laughs> he's think, a great. I think he would like play a really good sheriff. Super underrated actor, I think. Daniel Day Lewis. Is Daniel trying to make a joke here? I don't I, I, like it. It's not a joke, more it's sarcasm. <laughs> nah. Whoosh, right over my head. Yeah, he would play a good sheriff. You, I can see him, uh, him growing out like a mustache. Yeah, I could see yeah. him. Yeah, like the good old there will be blood looking. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, right? Um, so, Western. Know. Yeah, Western. Okay. Yeah. Spaghetti Western. Oh. I'll shoot it in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. No, that's, a, that's why they call it Spaghetti Westerns, right? That's, that's actually okay. true. I don't have the knowledge to back that fact up. That they... They call it that because I believe that he's Italian. They filmed okay. it in Italy. He's Italian. I believe a lot that of and good. spaghetti is an Italian dish. You're right. Uh, and Italy's on the west side of the globe. Okay. How about you, Shay? What would you make? <laughs> Lincoln. Um, I would do a World War II epic. Here okay. we go. World yeah. War II. How yeah. many World War II movies? How many westerns are there? I was gonna say coming. Not that many. Really? I, I mean, every year is a World War II movie. World yeah, War. Yeah, but I would make it like a really like. I, here's the thing. Like, I love World War II. Like. I guess there's two real main. Like, what what else is there really? Think about it. What else could people make? Like, I, 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 to be honest with you, if if I could make any movie, not like budget concern, but any movie, it would be a psychological thriller. Yep, that's like a David Fincher esque. 
like yeah, just a complete like mind mess up. But if you have an, a huge budget, then I'm gonna use that budget towards like an epic. I got you, yeah. like a Dunkirk, like like a, just a that really scale. amazing like World War Two based film. Yeah, but I would uh, and actors and stuff. I don't know. Like there's, I feel like when you look at World War Two movies, you really got to pick the most obscure and random people. Like I would, sure. I wouldn't pick like a someone that I know, someone like super recognizable that you're no. like, oh, they which, weren't would alive. Would you pick and, uh, Vin Diesel? From uh, Saving Private Ryan? Yeah, maybe? like he would replay, <laughs> replay his role from that movie. He comes back? But he would be alive. No, what I would do is I'd actually cast him, but only have him play as Riddick from oh, the uh, Pitch Black series. Now you're thinking. Would Sylvester Stallone be in that? He would be playing his role from Spy Kids 3. No, the- man! <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, actually, before uh, before we started recording and you got here, Anthony was actually showing me like... Uh, Spy Kids 3? No, uh, a deep fake of Stallone in Schwarzenegger movies. In Terminator 2. Terminator 2. As Schwarzenegger in those movies? Yeah, so yeah. Like they, for anyone who doesn't know who, what a deep fake is, basically is a face replacement, I should say. It's probably a better term for that. Yeah. Yeah, don't Google search deep fake. Yeah, yeah it's, um, it's pretty, it was pretty well done. It was pretty, I mean, this is exactly somebody like who just, him. I was telling you, I'm like, that looks better than when they did the mustache replacement on Henry oh, Cavill in boy. Justice yeah. League. Um, but yeah, fake news is bad. Yes. For myself, if you guys want to know, yeah, I would do a spaghetti western during World War II. Um, it would be an indie film, and I would pocket the rest of the money. And that's all I'll say about that. Okay, for real? That's your answer? No, it's not my answer. Oh, I good. would do... Uh, I, no, I would I would definitely do like an action... I would want to probably do an action comedy. Action comedy? Action if comedy. If you had the most budget. If I had the most budget, I would shoot it all in CG. It'd be completely on green screen, and it'd I would be just, like Beowulf. Yeah, and I would decide who would be in it at. So Robert Zemeckis is directing this movie. Robert Zemeckis <laughs> is directing it all on green screen, and I would decide as I'm editing it, editing it, who I would want to cast in the roles, and then I would mm-hmm. do like. This is reminding me a lot of our last episode when yeah. we had the "What's the plot?" which I loved, and I and I <laughs> can't wait to what's get back the plot? to it. It'll the, come what's back. What's the plot? One day, yeah, one it, day. Will, it will return. Part two of "What's the plot?" Yeah, coming to a podcast near you yes and josh thank you so much for the question uh if you want to write us a question again this time with.com slash talk you could be part of the show yes please now it is time for the news do, 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 do. thank you very much um our first story something that we spoke about two episodes back but we're finally getting confirmation robert pattinson is our batman batman my man <laughs> this is coming from uh Dave McNary, I believe, of Variety. Is it Dave or Dave? I believe it's Dave. I may have... Uh, Autocorrect may have gotten me on here when I was pasting this in the document. Oh. Can we get a, a check on that? It is Dave. Yeah, it is Dave. I, had, I just yeah. thought oh, it was I was Dave. Or it could have been Dace. If, oh, if, if, if it was a, it was a scene there. <laughs> um, so Variety first reported, of course, that uh, Pattinson is going to be our Batman. Like we said, when we were watching John Wick 3, Anthony broke the news to us. Yes, I was the breaker of the news. Um, so the studio confirmed on Friday that he had signed a deal. Matt Reeves' superhero Tentpole hits uh, theaters June 25th, 2021. Pre-production is expected to start this summer. Um, and rumor is that this is the start of a new trilogy because, of course, it is. Now that this is confirmed, what do you guys think? We've had a couple weeks to think on this now. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm like, still same thoughts. Same thoughts, yeah. Yeah. I To tell you the truth, I'd like there's no way he's not going to be it. You know, like... All that news that came out two weeks ago. For sure, for sure. It was so, like, it was, it was 
I guess who broke it then? Variety as well. I think Variety was breaking yeah. it at that point, and also what? I, what oh, THR, I, THR, I think. Oh, was. the Hollywood Report. Yeah. What I like a lot about this news though is that it's confirming again nothing against Nicholas Holt, but I just don't see him as Batman, and right. I, this is just confirming that it's not going to be him as Batman. Yeah, right. so. and I think people are hopefully just responding to it a lot better than they did with anybody else because I think that we've all learned our lesson now that you just really can't judge until until, until you, you see, see right? It. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, and yeah, now that we people have had more time to digest it, I'm only seeing like positive things about it now, and positive things about Robert uh, Pattinson in this role. So yeah. uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it was as much negativity as Ben Affleck. Definitely, no, right no, I don't think any. Yeah. Uh, ben was like crucified before the movie was 100 yeah in production. Yeah. yeah, then that warehouse scene came out, and, and of all the things like, that came out of Batman well, even, vs Superman, even the teaser trailer when it came out, people were like, like, oh, oh okay, he looks good. Yeah, he looks yeah. good. Um, uh, did you guys see that tweet that was like went viral this week of like people making fun of Robert Pattinson saying, "Hey, some vampire he is." It took him eleven years to become a bat. Yeah, that was funny. Oh, that was all I was teeing up for. Do you think Robert Pattinson oh. is gonna have a voice like a deep voice, Batman? Like, when, he, when he does Batman, when he does Batman, I I think the way they are going to be treating this Batman, I don't think Batman is going to talk a lot. There's just something about me that I don't. <laughs> no, I, I honestly I'm not meaning that as a joke. I honestly mean that. Because you're trying to make this such like a Victorian, like noir type movie, I just don't see him talking a lot as If he does talk, do you think he'd have like a different voice? Uh, Yeah. And honestly, like I didn't dislike what they did with Ben Affleck's, like with the voice modulation, because I feel like that makes sense. But I hope it doesn't. The thing is, what Ben Affleck was doing a Batman voice and it had modulation, so it just kind of sounded really like sometimes. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't as <laughs> okay crazy as Bale's right. no. Batman voice. I like times. I like Bale's. Batman me too. Voice. I, I me too. too. But, but then, like right when he got Dark Knight Rises, he hammed it up too much. I think at some points it was. It was, it was, just, <laughs> I was like, Whoa! <laughs> um, <laughs> well, like, even Bane was like, I, I have no idea what I you're saying. I have no idea what you're saying. Yeah. Um. <laughs> 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 like, dude, relax a little bit here. Listen, like, man, we need to find out what's going on. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. I. I liked. I like when Bale did his voice as well too. But yeah. yeah there was. There was a line. I think that sometimes he just went a little bit. I think it was really far. only in Dark Knight Rises where yeah. he just was like, "Oh, people like this. Yeah. Let me add a couple more." <laughs> <Let me laughs> more. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's funny because like that's become like almost like the comedic part of Batman, 100%. and like you see like Lego Batman just like riff on that. Yes. Really well. Um. So yeah. Will we'll Arnett. Him. Will Arnett. Good on. Great Batman voice. I was going to say Patrick Patterson for a second. <laughs> Patrick Patterson? Robert Patterson. <laughs> Patrick Patterson was a f- former Raptor. Yeah, I was, was going to say, say a like, basketball yeah. player. But yeah. That, yeah so, yeah, different. we have a confirmation. We have two years before this movie comes out. Do you think there'll be a delay? No. no. Do you think Robert Patterson will leave before the end of the movie? No. What? No. Before the movie, well, during the movie being shot? No. no. Why? Do you think he's committed? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, why? Why did No, I just want to know. Okay, just in case. Just in case. Like, <laughs> case. like you know, questions. Like this is such a it's a it's a hard role to play for sure, and it's a you know stressful role to play. Yeah, I think. And look I think at he's... like Daniel Craig as James Bond. He's you know there's always been ups and downs, yeah. and but I now think... he's like broken or something. I don't know. He's in the hospital. <laughs> he's, broken. he's broken. Yeah, Daniel Craig. Uh, for those who didn't hear, he has an injury, um, so it's actually delaying. Uh, the filming of this, they said that it's not going to affect the release date, but poor Daniel Craig, he just keeps not wanting to play Bond anymore. And it <laughs> keeps getting solidified why he doesn't want to play Bond yeah. anymore. Um, but no, I think what Warner Brothers is doing with Robert Pattinson now, I think they are setting up this Batman to launch DC into the next phase of whatever movies they're doing. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Kill, kill, kill. Cool. Uh, do you guys? So apparently, this has nothing to do with uh, Ben's movies either. Yeah. Uh, I hope he stays on a, as a producer, though. Absolutely. It'll be kind of nice to see. Is Goodwill. Yeah. We shall see. Hunting. Two, two years from now. <laughs> I like that. Uh, our next story comes from Variety. Susan King at Variety. She says, Ridley Scott is set to direct the next Alien film. The script is currently in progress. And from what has been said about this movie is that it's going to be another prequel. Ooh, does it take take place during the Gladiator time? And then he ties in Gladiator and the Gladiator Alien? Gladiator and Alien? Oh. I'd be down for Because he wants to bring back Gladiator, right? I don't, I don't want him to. Gladiator is such a perfect movie to me. I'm like, just don't touch it, please. Uh, do we need another Alien prequel? Guys? No. Okay. <laughs> Next news story. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so we've had Alien Covenant. We've had Prometheus. What's What are your guys' feelings with the Alien movies? Do you guys have an attachment to them? Do you guys are fans of them? What? Where are you guys with this? I like the first and second. Yeah. Alien and, and Aliens. Alien and yeah. Aliens, and that's it. Uh, I, I remember... Like, I don't ever... I've never thought of, oh, I need to know the lore of Aliens. Right. Like, I th- thought of it as, like, this really cool horror movie, which is the first one, and this really cool action movie, which was the second one. Right. Um, and then everything from that point on kind of became trash. I got you. I've only ever seen the first two. I've seen Prometheus, sadly. And again, to anybody who likes that movie, I, I apologize. But I remember leaving that the theater after Promethe- Prometheus and just being like, what, what did I just watch? Like, yeah. I did not enjoy it at all. Uh, how about you, Shay? Well, I mean, in the episode we talked about where we movies that we haven't seen, this is this is that series that I haven't watched yet, even though I own it. Yeah. Um, for me, I just when I hear Ridley Scott's name attached to movies now, it's more like a cringe, right? Because I'm just like, oh my god, no! Like, hey man, you got lucky with the Martian, but yeah, but really, like, yeah, you're not making good movies right now. So just take a seat back, maybe just be a producer on movies, right? But I mean, I remember Neil Blomkamp who directed. District Nine yep. and Chappie Elysium and Elysium, yeah, and Chappie. He was attached to one day make a Aliens film, and that got pretty much pushed to the side, right? And then now Ridley Scott stepped in. So I don't know if I really like. I mean, one day when I watch the series, maybe I'll be more invested in this opinion. But right now, it's just kind of like don't, just don't like make something else. Do you right. do you think Ridley Scott should stop making movies? I don't think he should stop being a part of the movie process, move making process, but. I th- I just I think if he's going to continue to direct movies, I think he just needs to maybe try and do some more original stuff instead of trying to bring back Blade Runner. His his Blade, like I'm glad that's why I'm glad Denis did twenty forty nine. Um, with Alien, I don't think he directed the last Alien prequel, the uh, Covenant. Covenant. I don't think no. he directed that one. Um, I can do a fact. Uh, I think it was like a horror, another horror director that did that one. But it almost sounds like we're saying horror instead of horror. A little bit. Another horror a horror director. Another horror director. But I don't know. Yeah, I just. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most like what? That's the most like, like that, that's the most like innocent laugh yeah. I've heard from Anthony. Like another horror. <laughs> I was like, oh, like a, like, a, like a young. Oh, actually, no. He did direct. He Alien did Co- direct it. Alien Covenant. Oh my goodness! Okay. Yeah, yeah, the last one. Yeah, he did direct that one. I thought, um, I thought he pawned it off to somebody else. I just, no, I just, no, no, no. He did, I, yeah. I'm all for him being part of like the scripting phase and the producing phase, but I just like you know, maybe it's time to hand the torch to the people who grew up loving that series and want to put new breath into it. Yeah, I think he's better off as a producer than a director. Yeah, right? making a producer, and I also think that if he does want to make his own movie, then like, just don't make Gods of Egypt. Oh God, just don't make. I don't Gods think he, of Egypt. I don't uh, think he needs to make. Exodus. I don't think he needs to make epics anymore. I no. He, I think he can, like, settle down with a lower budget and just make maybe, like, a cool 
thriller or like a cool, you know, like action film maybe. Like it doesn't have to be like, oh, I need 200 million to make this movie. Yeah. Maybe I, he just stick with like a 50 to 80 million dollar film. He's one of those directors that I feel like almost uh, like he may get thrown like a blockbuster by a franchise but like, oh yeah, Ridley Scott should direct it. It's yeah. almost like Guy Ritchie and Aladdin. Oh or just like, oh, this is like a weird combo. But you like, get to a point where if every movie you're making is not coming out well. Right. Then it's time to like either pause and take a break and like from reevaluate movie, what you want, or support others who are making movies for sure. Exactly, right? Like you're spending money making these awful movies, right? Why don't you spend money on movies that are original and right. don't need to be you know prequels to prequels to right. sequels? To, no, exactly. You know, like let's get out of this world. Like you, he, he has the wisdom. He's won for Academy sure. Awards. You know, I thought. Uh, the last, the last good movie he made was uh, Martian. The Martian. Martian was one of my favorite movies yeah. of 2015. Yeah. Um, but again, it, it didn't surprise. feel like a, a Ridley Scott movie. No. It was just a movie directed by Ridley Scott. And I feel like all these bad movies are like hurting his legacy. Yeah, because like you look at his like filmography, and it's like it's such random movies. It's so too. It random. Like, sorry, it was Exodus, Gods and Kings, right? Yeah, was the name of the movie. Yeah. Then he did Martian, which is a fantastic the, movie. The reason why Martian, I think, worked so well is, granted, the film took place in space, and right. there's this giant like space, but the movie was still a very personal story. Yep. It wasn't an epic. It was about Matt Damon, and that that's what I want him to do, just make these smaller scale movies. Sure, you can have a bigger budget if he wants to, but it doesn't need to be like five people stranded on an island, and like one of them turns into a monster. Like right. It doesn't need to be these kind of like elaborate movies. Right. No, for sure. Um, so this movie's probably years away at this point, I'm assuming. Um, so we'll have some Does time. Does he have much time left, though? <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. Um, but we'll keep an eye on Obviously, we'll keep reporting back as we hear more. How old yeah. is Ridley Scott? Let's, let's get a... Let's, let's, I'm going to say he's 75. I think he was... I'm going to say he's 72. And well, the price he is... is 81. No, he's ah, not. Was closest. Yeah. Ridley Scott is Ridley 81 Scott years is old. Eight, he's born in 1937. Like, this guy needs to... Look at his pit, like, profile picture. His profile uh, picture is like, to I'm Ridley Scott. <laughs> it, he, 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 that's, that's what Ridley Scott was? That's pretty I'm good. Ridley he Scott. is from the United Kingdom, though. So yeah. He's got a, bit so, of, got a British tank, tank to it. Yes. Tang or twine? Yeah, it's quiet. Cool. Yeah, it's quiet. Yeah, it's quiet. Yeah, it's quiet. I'm Ridley Scott. <laughs> Look at it. He has make, he's he's he making a pouty face. He, a pouty face. Like, he is. Hey, but like you know what? Is in the air. Good for him, though, for still making movies. Oh, 100%, man. Like, you yeah. could be 140 yeah. years old and make movies. I'm okay with that. I but just hopefully make good movies. Just, you know? If you're at 81 and your next film is going to be Alien again, yeah. like, go with the Maybe bang. that's a sequel. They should make a Alien. movie. He should make a movie about himself. Yeah. That'd be. Turn into an alien. Ooh. Like, this, you know, the story of Ridley Scott. Directed by Ridley Scott. I mean, and, and that's that's almost what uh, Tarantino's argument's been his whole career, saying that once a director goes past ten movies, they've they feel like they've he feels that they've lost it, right? So like Tarantino, like they're marketing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood right now as like his ninth film. Mm-hmm. So like they're like building that up, right? Like do you do you guys think Tarantino will stop at ten? Did he first say he was gonna stop at eight? Yeah, he said he was gonna stop quite a, quite a bit of times. I yeah. I I think he's gonna take a, a longer break. Yeah. What's movies? the break right now? Like he, because uh, it was Hateful Eight. Hateful was, Eight was what, 2015, I want to say? I think the longest break I've seen was Kill Bill to Jackie Brown. I was going to say Kill Bill to Kill Bill Volume 2. I'm like, man, that was like four months, though. Yeah, Hateful Eight was uh, 2015, Jackie Brown. We're going to get a confirmation on Jackie Brown as well. Jackie too. Brown was. 97. Okay. And then Kill, Kill Bill. Kill Bill was like, what, 2004? 2004, yeah. But That's... he didn't do anything between those times? No. three, yeah. Yeah. Are you sure he didn't, he didn't do anything? I don't think so. Well, we can find out the yeah. magic of the internet. Magic and, of the internet. Uh, 
Yeah. We say we ask you guys to fact check us, but nobody has stepped up to the plate yet. Yeah, y'all don't know anything. This is a threat to you guys. I think most yeah. of our viewers don't. 97 to 03. Oh, well, that's a big break. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's probably just hanging what out with like doing? Robert Rodriguez. He probably was producing. Yeah, on the set of Spy Kids, being like, yeah, yeah, make them I don't all think. thumbs. How many producing credits does he have? Let's see. Oh, that's a I feel like he was just that. doing some <laughs> bad stuff. Maybe. It's possible. Uh, so from 90, what, what was it, 97, I said? 97 to 2003. So that was a six-year hiatus. 96, he was uh, from Dust Till Dawn. 98, he was a producer on God Said Ha. And then he was a producer in 99 for both the sequels from to of from Dust Till Dawn. And that's it. Okay. He, 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 likes, he likes to take... He's probably just working on the script for Kill Bill at that point, right? It's true. That was a... a double movie, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll... Keep an eye out for Tarantino and, of course, Ridley Scott, as this kind of take a little turn in this conversation. Uh, our final <laughs> news story this week, not too big of a news, but on the red carpet of Rocketman, Josh Horowitz of um, MTV News, uh, who also has a great podcast called Happy, Sad, Confused, who he interviews actors on it as well. Um, he basically was asking Bryce Dallas Howard if she could like blink to confirm if Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Goldblum were coming back back for Jurassic World three, and she's like blinking like yeah no I can't confirm anything so she's kind of like insinuating that they are returning. She she commented on that on the post just the crying the happy cry, face the crying happy face yeah so read into that as you will um, but I just not that we're confirming it or denying it right now but. Where are you guys with Jurassic World right now? Like the second one, Fallen Kingdom came out. Yep. It didn't have that much of a fanfare like Jurassic World did. Um, but would you like to see these characters return, or do you think that we need to see them return? I don't think we need to see them return. Like they kind of returned in Jurassic Park Three. Laura yeah. Dern returned in <laughs> Jurassic Park Three. Right, and I feel like was Sam Neil. Uh, Sam, Sam Neil was, was in there, but Alan. not. Yeah, Jeff. but that was like also like so close. To Jurassic that was with it. That, that was, was 97 to 02, I think. 2001. 2001? 2001 so was like, Jurassic that's only Park. like what four Jurassic Park years three. apart, right? So, and Laura Dern's character had a kid child, yes. Yeah. And that child by now should be what probably 21? 20. Yeah. yeah, so are you saying that? Are you, are you involving the child? <laughs> like the no child, one, no one is. The I'm child like, with this? No one is <laughs> now gonna like He's a Laura Dern's guy. child. <laughs> Is now going to start being a dinosaur hunter? No, yes, or a dinosaur, whatever, paleontologist. Paleontologist? I was going to say archaeologist. Or archaeologist. I was about to say architect. <laughs> he, he might become an architect. The, you never know where they're going to take this. you think sequel. that? Because like, we, I never thought about the kid. No. Until you brought we, have, we had Jeff Goldblum, literally, his scene in the movie was the scene in the trailer. Yes. Like, life finds a way, like, That's it. talk about dinosaurs. And he, he doesn't even and, feel like Ian Malcolm in that. No, not at all. He, he felt like Jeff Goldblum just was like, bored. where am I? I'm on set now. And he's just... <laughs> that was good, Jeff Goldblum. That was good, right? I, Who, I have I impersonated that. anybody on the podcast yet? Uh, you did some British voices, and I think you offended half the base. <sighs> half the do we have any listeners in the UK? Because if we do, hello, governor. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have any. We have people in France. Yeah, we have France, oh, Tunisia. Bonjour. And Tunisia. On, what's a what's an accent from Tunisia? I can do the fact check while you guys get <laughs> well, Are you going to Google what's a Tunisia, Tunisian accent sound like? Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like with Jurassic World three, like Colin Trevorrow's coming back after not being not having directed the second movie, which I'm glad to see him come back for it. I wish he got to do the whole trilogy, but I don't know. Like it feels like almost like with Star Wars, Star Wars says at this point where it's like. 
let's try and tie in these older characters into the new characters yeah. where it's like, I just kind of wish they would focus on telling new stories. It's gimmicky and it's a, sure. it's a cash grab because people will say, oh, those guys are back. Sam Neill's just, back? Just like James Cameron's back and Linda Hamilton's back. and I just, I, I, like, I 100% agree with you guys, but I think it's the smartest thing for them to do right now considering Fallen Kingdom didn't meet their expectations. Yeah. Still made over a billion. Right. Yeah. But, but in terms of like critically, sorry. Yeah, it because, wasn't there. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Again, I, I haven't really watched this as a theater, but I remember... I think visually the movie was stunning. It's just the storytelling aspect of it was right. weaker. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, the Jurassic films as well, like they're just they're to me mindless fun. Like I love dinosaurs, and yeah. for me as someone who someone out there who loves Fast and Furious, this is my Fast and Furious. Gotcha. This is my guilty pleasure genre, I guess. So what you're saying is that both these movies are made by Universal, and, and you want to see Jurassic World. Fast and the Furious smash. I want the dinosaurs <laughs> to be driving the cars. I the need one. this crossover to happen now. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, wa- I mean, I want cars to be smashed. Well, since can you, can you the dinosaurs that? are now in because I mean, in the spoiler, world. spoiler for Fallen Kingdom, like the dinosaurs end up in the world. Yeah, yeah. In, on, on on land, really. Technically, that's possible. So listen, like, what if Universal is just like, guys, guess what? Fast and the Furious Nine. You guys didn't realize it because. It was such a gated community between both these franchises. Now they're together, and Dominic Toretto. It's called Jurassic Furious. Jurassic Furious. Oh my god, I love this. I need Very this movie. Cool. Now. I Jurassic Furious. I would watch it. I would. How I would dope does that it. sound? Like just the Rock just punching a T Rex. Because this, this, this <laughs> even like at the end of the the last Jurassic Park, it was in California, right? Right. And fast. Remember? Was it Las Vegas? It was it Vegas? Well, remember the, the they could. Dominic Crowe could just pull up anywhere in his in his charger and be like, "Hey, where you go, family? Jump in, Raptor! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah! <laughs> jump in, Raptor! <laughs> you can- <laughs> I don't know, like a giant fucking giant brontosaurus." <laughs> Like they'd use a brontosaurus as a crane to break 100%. into like a bank. I was vault. gonna say Jurassic Furious sounds so much better than <laughs> than Furious Park. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does. Or Fast Park. Or fast yeah, Park. It what does. is a Fast Park? It's just when you park Jurassic fast. Furious, man. I, if anybody's good with the photoshops out there, please make us a post. Boss Logic, if you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. Hypothetically. Okay. At the end of the movie, we know the dinosaurs kind of. Start, they come to the real world. They're, they in, the real world. they're in the real world now. How much? What's the survival rate of a dinosaur in the real world nowadays? Like right now? As you in think like they, our our world? Yes. Or the survival as in, in rate the for world. them and a survival rate for us. Uh, I about like in terms of like like right now. Like if there was a dinosaur outside of Daniel's house. Right. Where are the someone would probably shoot it. Right. But in Canada, no, no, we would we invited it inside. We invited it in. Like, hey, buddy, like when people would think it's like a dog. Sorry. You know. Hey. Yo, we'd be like, yo, Raptors fan? Yeah, like, like, yo, this is legit. Yo, yo. <laughs> MLSC went all out. They got real yo, they Raptors. Got that Raptors. Wow. And then oh, it man. starts like killing the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would yeah, definitely, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd be yeah. so quick. I'd be like, oh my God, no way. <laughs> I'd be dead. Oh, man. But yeah, I mean, Jurassic World's, uh, could we get a date on that? I think it's coming out 2021. I want to say 2021. It's, it's crazy when, you know, a couple of episodes ago when we were listing like all the blockbusters coming out. And that was just on Disney's side. We kind of forgot that, like, you still have Warner Brothers and Universal and all these Paramount and giant franchises still coming out. So yeah. it's literally every month is going to be like a blockbuster coming out. June 11th, 2021. Wow. June 11th. 
2021. All right. We're two years out. So Colin, same year as Batman. Colin Trevorrow's back. We got so far away from now. Yeah. All righty. Uh, that was the end of the news this week. Uh, let's head over to the box office. Uh, so Godzilla King of the Monsters came out. We haven't seen it yet, which is I feel like this is the first blockbuster that we haven't seen opening weekend in and, years. And, and to to clarify for the audience is the only reason why you haven't seen it. Game one of the Raptors. Yeah. yeah. Was, was on Thursday night. Was on Thursday yeah. night we when we dropped. That. And since then we've just been busy. Been busy, but had a lot of stuff going on. But we'll, we'll on. check it out. Um but because we didn't watch it, I think. Okay. It only made forty nine million dollars this week, and we would have been that that tipping scale. We would have made it fifty if we were there for yeah. sure. You think it was at, think at so. that point? Uh, I think they, it was that they said they were just thirty bucks. Still, short. fifty yeah. million dollars is not a lot of money. Yeah, they're like, no. wow, uh, Canada, the southern <laughs> yeah. Ontario. There's something going Cineplex on. Cineplex did with email the... me. They're like, hey, you missed Godzilla. Is everything okay? <laughs> like, you should hear for all these. Big they films. checked in with us, eh? Yeah. Uh, so Warner Brothers and Le- uh, Legendary's Godzilla: King of the Monsters may be king of the box office, but it only managed a meek roar. This is coming from Rebecca Rubin of Variety. Uh, the monster sequel made forty-nine million dollars, and it do- uh, debuted in four thousand one hundred and eight locations. That's a lot. A lot. That's a huge. That's a huge release. Um, it has a two hundred million dollar budget, and it's the third installment of this monster series, and it's actually the lowest grossing opening weekend. Um, the first Godzilla movie made uh, $93 million in its first weekend, Damn. and Kong Skull Island made 61 That's a huge percentage drop. Well, so it's, it's almost 50%. So yeah. So close oh, yeah, it. yeah, it really is. And it's crazy because like, this one looked like the biggest and one of was, all, It right? was marketed a lot as well. Yeah. Uh, do you guys think that maybe people are just having like monster movie fatigue? Even though we're not getting that many monster movies, it's just this fatigue right now? I think people want to... Uh, or CGI a, fatigue, I guess. Yeah. I think they want a real monster story. Yeah. Like not they're like tired of seeing people, like you know, worlds destroyed. Worlds destroyed. They they're tired of the same type of monster always on the screen. Yeah, that's why I think Cloverfield and and um, what was the other Cloverfield movie? Well, the whole series. Yeah, Paradox, Paradox, and Ten Cloverfield Lane, and all not those, yeah. and not the TV series. The the well, that the is it, it was a movie from Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. but um, excluding that one, those original stories were great because they were so original. They were new and. People and, didn't know sure. about it, right? The like they don't weren't even the focus in those. Yeah, think about it, the, pe- the people were the ones that were right. the biggest focus. Like if, like spoiler for Cloverfield and Ten Cloverfield Lane, you don't really see much of the monster. It's just the illusion of the monster. Right. Yes. Yeah, or movies of the like uh, Quiet Place, where again, yeah. it's a monster film, but yeah. it's this original idea and this thought. And it's it's crazy though too for me because the biggest complaint we had with the first Godzilla movie from 2014 is that it didn't have enough Godzilla in it until pretty much the very end of the movie. Yeah. Right? Because uh, literally, about right as the fight was about to start, it would cut and go like to news footage, being yeah. like, oh, look what this monster did. Uh, and now it's like, we have a movie that literally, from what we're hearing, is all fighting. Yeah. And people aren't really warming up to it as yeah. much. You, it has a 90% uh, audience, score? audience score, which this is another movie that is... Uh, confirming its audience score based on tickets being bought for it. This right. is through Rotten Tomatoes. How but, many? How, how, what's what's the number on that? Uh, is that 87% right now? With uh, 7,000. Ver- verified ratings is 7,000. That's a lot of people. Almost 7,000 ratings, right but now. the critic score is 40% right now. 39. Yeah. 39% right now. So it's been steadily dropping all and weekend. that 39% is based off of... Critics. Verified the, critics. Well, is it 
is it the story? Is it the acting? Is it the CG? Is it just what's like the main consensus? So the critics' consensus on Godzilla King of Monsters is Godzilla King of Monsters delivers spectacular kaiju action and reaffirms that cutting edge effects are still no substitute for a good story. Okay. So story. So it sounds like the story because from from what I've been talking to people as well is that they think the movie looks great and visually from the trailers that we've gotten, this movie mm-hmm. looks really great. It's just maybe the story's not there. I, and, and I think like when I was going to go into this film and when I am going to go into this film, it's going to be just like turn my brain off, watch a bunch yeah. of monsters fight. But when I think about films that kind of bounced both of them, I think back to Pacific Rim. Sure. It was mindless, but the story was still interesting. It was enough to keep you engaged, And I'm right? talking about one. Pacific, Number one, Pacific yeah. Rom, Rom, ah, Rom, Pacific Rom Rising. Rim one. <laughs> not part two because that was garbage. Rising, no. But yeah, one, like it, it kept me entertained, it kept me engaged. But when I kept, I think also I kept seeing so many trailers for Godzilla King of Monsters that I felt like I'd seen it. Do you know what I mean? Like every time we sure. go to the theater, we'd see just another scene of Ghidorah just, just decimating a whole freaking city. And right. I'd be like, yeah. well, like I, I guess I've seen it now. The amount of people that must have died in that trailer. Oh, yeah. It was like, like, it's crazy. You might as well just destroy the earth. Who cares? The, the like, earth looks done like yeah. after this. And it's, and it's crazy to me to think too that. We are about nine months out from Godzilla versus King Kong now. This is coming out in March. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's it's March twenty twenty. So this movie is like approaching. So it's I'm just curious to where is I'm hope I'm assuming because it's King Kong versus Godzilla now it's going to bring the viewers in. So King Kong's in this movie somehow. I guess in this a, one end we don't sequence? we don't know we maybe, don't know maybe the end credits. Yeah. Um, I didn't see the thumping of his the chest. End, the end credits of. King Kong Skull Island. Uh, Sc- uh, Kong Skull Island. That's such a hard word. Kong Skull Island. Yeah, it almost sounds like a tongue twister. Yeah. Uh, you kind of see that there's like a bigger world out there, but that one takes place in the 70s, and mm-hmm. now this one's a modern day from what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I, I enjoyed we're still going to see Island. this movie. I enjoyed Kong Skull Island. Yeah, me too, very much. It was, again, you know what it was? It was a contained story. Yeah. I and, loved Kong Skull Island. Yeah, yeah. it was great. Yeah. Um, I just, think, Roberts, I just think yeah. when I when I think about when I also think about Godzilla King of Monsters, I get um, Independence Day resurgence vibes for sure. Where yeah. the whole world is just being destroyed, it's just and it's just a bunch of CGI nonsense. A Roland Emmerich film, yeah. a Roland Emmerich movie. Yeah, um, I wonder what he's doing next. Probably another Geo movie, like some geographic <laughs> destruction. Him, him and Dean Devlin just teaming up. Like, again, this eh? guy just loves. He loves it. He loves destroying like the world. Weather movies. Um, yeah. Number two this weekend at the box office, we have Aladdin bringing in forty two million. Uh, Rocket Man, yes, yeah. twenty five million, Man. which is great. Uh, Ma, eighteen million, and John Ma. Wick Chapter Three, eleven million. So it's still bringing in some good money. What about the Avengers? Have they beat that Avatar record yet? Avengers Endgame is $75 million away from passing I don't think it's going to hit it. I don't think... I think they will re-release it in theaters and it will pass it. And then Avatar is going to re-release itself, right? Because, you know... Disney's just like in the back just like laughing like, yes, go watch it again, you know? Because I'm pretty sure they're going to re-release Avatar one more time before the sequel comes out. Probably. I could see them almost releasing it... If if the technology's there for uh, 3D list glasses, releasing the first one, be like, hey, yeah. check this out, see what it looks like, and then in seven years when the next Avatar comes out, watch it. New cool. trailers this week. New trailers. We got a bunch of new trailers this week. Uh, Annabelle, Annabelle Comes Home. Yeah, I watched this one. You watched this one? This was a good, yeah. 
So great, great. This like, is when Annabelle comes home after yeah, yeah. a long day. Right. <laughs> no, from college. <laughs> like she, comes, she, she comes home from college from yeah. scaring the shit out of these kids. <laughs> and she's just like, I need a break. Uh, this is Annabelle comes home, colon, spring break. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he's going home. He's like, I'm tired of killing all these kids. We can't escape what's the plot. Eh? It's always no. it's always within us. No. Um, <laughs> we got our first look at Swamp Thing, which um, we got a full trailer for that, which is yeah. coming to the DC Universe streaming service. I'm hearing good things about it, by the way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Rambo Last Blood. Ooh. Do you guys see this trailer? Yes. All right. Stallone is coming back with another former character of his, and he's playing Rambo. Did you? I got very Logan vibes from oh, 100%. this. Oh, 100%. Logan and yeah. Equalizer. Because literally, or Home Alone, because literally the end of this trailer is just people coming to attack his house. And yeah. he's to trap Al- I can see the Home Alone thing. Now. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Equalizer was basically Home Alone Depot because the end of it's in a Home Depot. I, didn't wa- I haven't watched Equalizer. So I've watched, watch. yeah. First one's okay. good. Second yeah. one's like, yeah. Second one's whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm intrigued at seeing Rambo again. It's so vastly different from the last Rambo movie that came out where yes. it was just... A gore fest. Oh, 100%. I like that fest. last Rambo. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's so, like, like now it. they're like, okay, people like serious movies. Yeah. We'll make a serious movie for you. And uh, the song in that trailer, too, uh, they used um, Old Town Road. Yes. They used, like, a like a slowed down cinematic version of it. Oh, did they really? Yeah, really? yeah, I was like, oh, that's an interesting choice. Wow. Uh, we got a trailer for The Goldfinch. I don't know what it's about, but yeah, I watched... You, you the, sent this trailer. I sent this trailer, yeah. and I think visually... The tra- did you guys watch the trailer? Yeah, I watched it. Watch I have. I didn't watch the trailer. No. Okay. There was a lot of cool shots in it. Very cool shots in it, yeah. But I was so bored. So it's Nicole Kidman, Ansel Elgort. Uh, or somebody else in there, too, and I'll find out for yeah, you. Yeah, there's a bunch of known people in this, but I think... Oh, Sarah Paulson, I think? Sarah Paulson is in it. Um, yeah, a bunch of names that we've heard of before. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright. Um, yeah, Finn Wolfhard is in it, too, from Stranger Things. Yep. But the trailer was so boring. It's very obscure. So basically, like, it starts in a museum and there's, like, an explosion. Yeah. And I guess his like mom a mother dies and son in relationship kind of film. But I don't get, like, does he turn into, like, a criminal or something? A after boy that? is in New York. A boy in New York is taken in by a wealthy Upper East Side family after his mother is killed in a bombing at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Okay. And um, it's basically, it's it's a Pulitzer Prize winning book. Okay. And it's turned into a movie. And I'm sure it's going to be great. But it's so Oscar Beatty drama. Felt like it, that, right? Like, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be like a tough one to sit in. Like, right. this is just really gonna go at you." Yeah, I remember. I actually remember this book because I, when I look at the poster, I'm like, "That looks familiar." Uh, we got our first look at Pixar's Onward, mm-hmm. which is their first original film in since Coco. Coco. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I, again. The animation looks stunning on this. Yeah, but I'm not too sold on like the character designs. The character designs, yeah, because they're like trolls. Or... They look like the character designs look very. Um, and this is not to be offensive to anyone from like the Disney, the, the DreamWorks or Sony. No, stuff, not at all. But they're, they're they have a very distinct animation for sure yep. style. They're, the animation style looks like a blend of. All the like, if you showed it, me this trailer and didn't tell yeah. me it's Disney, I would not tell you it's Disney. Yeah, right. Sorry. It did not look like a Pixar. It movie. didn't feel like a Pixar movie. It almost, yeah, like you were saying, we DreamWorks, like, or, DreamWorks Sony. or like a Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, meets. just this, Sony, right? Yeah, based on like the setup of it, but hopefully because you have that Pixar storytelling there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the storytelling looks like it would be a Pixar type for film. sure. And it's uh, Chris Pratt and Tom, Tom Holland, Holland and uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus. Dreyfus. 
And this is directed by Dan... I forget his last name, but he directed Monster he University. Direct Monster University. And that says a lot, because Monster University was not a was great movie. not bueno. It was... Uh, Why would you give this guy another... Dan Scanlon. Dan Scanlon. Dan Scanlon. Uh, I didn't. I didn't dislike Monsters University. Just the first Monsters, like Monsters Inc. is such a perfect movie to me that again, it's like I don't want to see more. Like I don't want to see how Mike and Sully met. I just want to. I wanted to know more about like after. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't, we boo, didn't like. I didn't like seeing them how they met and Ugh. stuff. I was just like, okay, like it was. It was a cute movie, but it didn't like. I saw it once. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it once. I saw it once in theaters. Awful. Sorry. It's okay, man. It's okay, you didn't like it. You didn't like it's not Mickey for you. Mickey's coming for me. <laughs> for what didn't you like about it though? It just it was just boring. It was boring. And I'm like I don't care boring. if they went to university. I want to know what <laughs> like I want to see Boo at like maybe now 21 right. still dealing with these monsters. And she's think, like has to deal be, with uh, like and life. She's, and she's dealing with Annabelle because yeah, you know, she's but, in yeah. but do you think they like her and Laura Dern's baby from Jurassic Park three. Like, do you think they are at college together when Annabelle comes? No, because they're different ages. Yes, they're different ages, Daniel. Yeah, but they both be around the same age, right? No, twenty. They could be at university what? at the same Monsters time. Monsters University was yeah. the Monsters Monsters Inc. was two thousand one one. Yeah, and Jurassic Park three, Park 3. was two thousand one. Ooh. Who's keeping track? Here? And Annabelle's a this, fucking doll, so she right? doesn't die, she's right? Ageless, right? She's ageless. Listen, I, man. I think you're writing something here. I have so many ideas. Jurassic Fury. Annabelle. <laughs> Jurassic Fury comes home. And there then Ink. What's his name from Fast and Furious? Wait, who? Vin Diesel's character. Dominic Toretto. Toretto comes, picks both of them up. Oh, uh, he's a pacifier. School. Like his character from the it's, pacifier. It's a secret sequel to the it's, pacifier. Damn, so it's And the then it pacifier. becomes a sequel to the pacifier. So it's called huh. The Jurassic Furious, Furious comes, comes Home, home. Inc. Done. Monster. <laughs> buy that buy that website. <laughs> the next uh trailer we got is The Kitchen. Did you guys check this trailer out? Yes. yes. This is actually a DC Vertigo property. Yeah, yes. I didn't realize that. Yes. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? So this is technically our next DC movie before the Joker. Um so this is starring uh, Melissa McCarthy, yeah. Elizabeth Moss, yep. and Tiffany Haddish. Yep. And they're basically like like a mobsters? It reminds me of widows. I think they're mob yeah. wives. Mob wives, yeah. It's so like they, their, their husbands um, go to jail. Yeah. So they have to take care of the the, the, the laundering of the money looks, and the gangsters. It looks interesting. It's a cool setup. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I it looks cool. I'm waiting for it to turn into like a WB comedy because yeah. of the actress. And like the whole trailer, I'm watching, I'm like, when did this get funny? And they did just it did didn't it. get funny. No, yeah. it was hundred percent. As soon as I saw Melissa McCarthy, I'm like, okay, here we go. But then it was just like, oh, this is yeah. When I is, saw Tiffany Haddish, I'm like, this is gonna be a funny movie because she's yeah. never I'm been like, in. When a, did she she's slap always like funny, Hart. right? Yeah. So this movie is being directed by Andrea Burloff. Yeah, this is her first movie. Yeah, she co-wrote um, Straight Outta Compton. Oh wow. Like Straight out of Compton, and uh, she co-wrote the drama film <laughs> World Trade Center as well from 2006 with uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah, and directed by Oliver Stone. Good for Ooh. her. Yeah, awesome. First movie directed. Let's see where she what she does with it. Yeah. Um, our final trailer this week that we got was Dark Crystal, which is coming to Netflix. Yeah, I didn't watch this trailer. But, I did not watch uh, this trailer either. What do you want to guess? It's about yes, it's about a crystal <laughs> that's dark, uh-huh. and it stars mystical beings trying okay. to get this crystal. Okay, and um, this crystal will allow you to get out of this world okay. that they're in okay. and into the real world where they can um, live a harmonious life. Harmonious life, but the ghouls. 
ghouls. And the king of the ghouls, Mr. King, he's... He has this dark crystal, and he is using it to suppress the people of Magic World. Is <laughs> this a sequel, by the way, to like the Dark Crystal? The Dark like Crystal, Jim Henson, Jim Henson uh, Frank Oz. Um, oh, okay. yes. oh, so it was. It was like this some is, sort of like Muppet type. Yeah, of, I was thinking this of is Labyrinth. A prequel, actually, I was thinking of Labyrinth as well. I was thinking of Labyrinth when I was creating the story. Yeah, but Jim Henson as well too did Labyrinth. Yeah, right? he did the character. Animation he did. Part. He did the the Muppet. Yeah, yeah puppet. Um, but yeah, this is a prequel series coming to Netflix in August. Um, and yeah, again, another prequel. So they're kind of trying to bring back this 80s property into the modern day. It's got a pretty stacked cast, though. For sure. Who's in it? You got uh, Helena Bonham Carter. You've got Natalie Dormer, Taron Egerton. Uh, Edgerton, I learned it. Edgerton. I, so I heard, I was watching an interview with him, and he's like, I'm not going to do an impression of him. No, you should, you should. He's, 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 he's <laughs> on our voice. Yeah, young teaser, we call him. Like, do it, Daniel. People, people pronounce my name uh, Egerton. It's actually Edgerton. I'm like, okay. That's, oh, I did it almost too proper because he, yeah. he's, he's a bit more like Cockney with his accent. You know? He's damn Australians. <laughs> he's yeah. Australian, right? He's British. He's British. Oh, yeah. God. Edger- damn damn yeah, Edgerton. British. Taron yeah. Edgerton. And you got Mark Hamill. Uh, you got Jason Isaacs. Okay. Toby Jones. Keegan-Michael Key. Simon Pegg. Andy Samberg. Mark Strong. Alicia Vikander. Oh, wow, uh, Anya Taylor Joy. My God, everybody! Like, this is like, and I'm, I'm and still scrolling. Wait for it, Cameron Diaz. <laughs> no, he's it's not. not. <laughs> I thought you were going to say what happened to Cameron Diaz. I, thought, I literally thought you were eh? going to say Boo and Lord no, Nerd's baby. I was, I was going to say and Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's coming out in August. Uh, did you? Are you? Did you guys ever watch Dark Crystal? Like the eighties negative. Movie? No? no, negative. Me either. Okay. okay, those. I'll be honest. Like those movies always freaked me out growing up. They didn't interest me. They really yeah. scared me growing up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My friends really liked them, but I think because their parents grew up watching them, right. so they always make me try to watch it. And I'm like, I no, <laughs> no, no. Don't ask me. Don't make me watch the movie. Uh, out this week, we have the Secret Life of Pets. Sorry, Late Night with Star, which is written by Mindy Kaling, starring Mindy Kaling and also Emma Thompson. Yep. Um, and we have. Dark Phoenix. Why tongue Yeah, Dark Phoenix is finally coming out this week after being Disney, delayed. And Disney is pumping the uh, marketing on this one. That, eh? The marketing, especially they, saying the end. Like the they X-Men. changed the narrative of yeah. what the marketing looks like. Like before, like when Fox was pushing this movie yet, it was just like uh, another action movie. And now, like the marketing that. Disney's doing. I'm like, oh, this movie looks good. Look, they're making it look good. It doesn't look good that the uh, re- the review embargo only lifts literally like I think 12 hours before the movie the comes film. out. <laughs> it literally lifts like this movie. We're going to see it on June 6th. I think they're sending Rotten Tomatoes uh, like personnel to each yeah. theater that after you come out of the film, they tell you what the review is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think they're like the embargo for this movie literally drops like. The morning of. <laughs> well, yeah, that release. makes sense. I'm not even surprised. Um, so we'll see what that means for the movie. Anthony and I will be watching it because Shay's actually going to be in Chicago this week. Shay City. Uh, what are you doing in Chicago, Shay? 
That's a personal question. Yeah. What are you doing in Let Chicago, Shay? Know. Uh, you know what? I know. I, I try to go to Chicago uh, at least once a year. Uh, I got family friends down there, and uh, me mom wants to see her best friend. So we're going to go down to Shy City. So if I got any viewers and listeners in Chicago, don't come and find me because that's creepy. <laughs> are you going to try and watch uh, Dark Phoenix down there? I am. So my brother and I are going. My brother, uh, he likes watching movies as well. So yes. him and I will try our best to catch a American screening of Dark Phoenix, which right. I heard has a different ending than the Canadian version. Oh, really? Oh, yeah? What's, what have you heard that's different than the American version? Well, I heard in the American version, everyone dies. Yes. And I heard in the Canadian version, everyone immigrates to Canada. Oh, okay. Like, and they join Wolverine. I see. In I see. Canada. Well, I mean, spoiler, Wolverine's dead in their but continuity. that movie also takes place in the future. So he's not Oh, right. Uh, yeah, because... Okay, well, we won't get into it. Yeah. That, but... That, that we will get into it when we get into a topic about the continuity errors. 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, and then you could actually review it on Rotten Tomatoes because you're going to probably buy it through Fandango. That's a personal question, but yes. Yes, we'll I look will. forward... I drew a uh, Wolverine hand on I the... noticed. Anthony, by the way, I wish I could share this, but yeah. it's... You can't. On our document... He because he's using an iPad Pro. Shout out to Apple. He's drawing like images about it. Yeah, I have to zoom in so we didn't see the profanities that he was writing in yes. my name. So if you're, if you're watching this on YouTube, you might be able to see what Daniel we just may throw us. it up on the Insta story as well too. Yeah. Um, so that's all that's coming out this week, guys. What have you been watching, Anthony? What have you been watching? I have been watching Bone Tomahawk. Inter- I've been dying to watch this, and I I just can never find a moment to. Which is weird because we watch movies all the time. Yeah, I, just, say, like, you know, I just I, I, I just been dying, dying to watch this, and I always forget until it's being brought up. But Kurt Russell, right? Kurt Russell with his magnificent uh, mustache. Matthew Fox. Uh, I forgot the other guy's name. Oh, he's in all those movies. Oh, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no. Um, really well done movie. The same director who did uh, Rumble or Fight in Cell Block Ninety Nine. Yes. And, um, the, the the more recent one that just came out. S. Craig Zaylor. Right. Patrick Wilson? Is Patrick Wilson, yes. Yeah, yeah. He's always in these movies. So well, what's this movie home. about? Um, I want to say, so the genre that you get out of this movie is a Western horror. Okay. Yeah. So the story, uh, what happens is uh, two people are kidnapped uh, from this small little town during the frontier days. So we're talking about like cowboys and Indians. Um, and the town folk go and try to rescue these two people. Okay. But they realize the people who kidnapped um, these two husbands, uh, it was a wife and a, and a sheriff, um, they end up dealing with savage Indians. And, okay. And I I'm telling you. I believe they're they Native Americans. Okay, yeah. No, they're savage. Oh, no, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, like Indian people? Were they're, not, they're not like, they're, they're like savage. No, they're like not native. native they're native, not native. Like, in, they're, yes, they are native Indians, but, but they're the like, native they're Indians like, would like, say that these guys are savage. Like, Indians. Gotcha. Dude, we don't know these guys. Yeah, they're yeah. messed. Like, I'm probably the the worst like death scenes I've ever seen. I was, that, and that's why I keep hearing about this movie yeah. is that the gore is just like. It's not gore. It's just. It's the just, savagery. Savagery. Yes. Um dialogue phenomenal. like phenomenal like okay, you, you were, felt like you, you were, were there it? like it was that time and how they talk to each other and the words they used amazing um yeah, it's about cannibals right it is yes these indians are cannibals um but yes i it's on netflix i would say go watch it it I, came out in 2015 are you uh have you been watching anything else no, that's it. That's all I got to watch this week. Okay. How about you, Shay? What have you been watching? Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I didn't get to watch much either. Um, I watched Always Be My Maybe. Yep, I watched that as well, too. What did you think of it? I thought it was good. Yeah, uh, it was a cute little movie, right? It was a cute little movie. I, I just... Uh, 
I, like the Keanu Reeves scenes were great. Everything else to me was just kind of like typical. Like it, it didn't break any boundaries for me or like made me go, "Wow, I was amazing." I was. It wasn't like it was just yeah. a groundbreaking Korean film. Then, well, only one of them is Korean. Oh, right? yeah, um, but no, it was it was a cute movie. So this is uh, this is a movie that literally. Um, we spoke about a couple episodes ago that the trailer came out and now it's out on Netflix. Romantic comedy about uh, Ali Wong's character is basically a famous chef, and Randall Park's character is like her former like best friend growing up, and they kind of reconnect. And Anthony, being Keanu fan number one, did you see any of the Keanu scenes? I saw the scene that you tweeted that, me. that we that I sent you. Yes, and he's literally so the scenes is like the hotel dinner scene, I guess, and then we won't spoil anything, but Keanu is at his like most. Keanu in this, and I and I almost feel like they use it too much. They mm. leaned, I think they leaned on Keanu too they much. Did, that yeah. The joke almost like went away after it a while. It welcome. It overstated its welcome. Second scene, uh, but it was a cute little movie. So if you're looking for something to watch on Netflix, that's a that's a good one. What yeah. else you been watching? Sure? Uh, and Barry season two. Oh, did you finish it or are you almost just, done? What are you thinking? Did you did you see? Not yet. I I think that's the next episode. Oh. Oh, okay. There's a don't, secret, don't, secret code going on over no, here. No, because uh, don't you remember when Anthony told us about that episode of Barry? Probably one of, of the greatest episodes oh, yes, on yes, TV yes, I've yes, ever yes. seen. And he cried 40 minutes. We had to cut out of the podcast, oh, remember? Wow. Yeah, I remember? Oh, yeah, I remember editing that. What um, about you, Daniel? What have you watched this week? So this week, uh, as I said, I watched Always Be My Baby on Netflix. Uh, I checked out Rocket Man again, so I brought my dad to go see it. He loved it. Um, and I watched the movie Tango and Cash. Ooh. Have you heard of Tango and Cash? Eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tango and Cash starring Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone, so they're coming back up in this it's podcast. It's funny that we both watch a Kurt Russell film right. this week. It's weird, right? So did I. Yeah? Yeah, always been maybe. Oh, maybe. yeah, he had a secret cameo he had in that. a secret cameo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Tango and Cash is probably like... I always love going back and watching like cheesy 80s and 70s action movies just because they're so over the top. Right. There's literally a scene... Um, and Tango and Cash, that I literally, I had to screenshot like the script of it because I wanted to read it to you guys, just so you could understand the hilarity that I went through watching this movie. Please. So basically, the setup of Tango and Cash is that Tango is Stallone's character, Cash is uh, Kurt Russell's character, and they're cops. They've been framed by this giant evil corporation to put them in jail, and they have to escape. So basically, when Stallone's character is going to confront one of the cops that he thinks is being corrupt, he says these, this beautiful, beautiful choice of dialogue. So he goes up to the cop, and he sees that the cop is like is about... It, is it explicit? No, it's not Should explicit. Should audience? No, or? no, it's not explicit at all. So he basically breaks into the house of the cop, and he sees that the cop is about to eat a bowl of spaghetti. And Stallone's character, no word of a lie, says... <laughs> I'm just laughing reading it. He literally says, he's like, well, it's clear from your diet you're not counting calories. You must be too busy counting the money that you paid to set us up. And he literally says it exactly how I just said it there. And I was just on the floor dying of laughter at that dialogue. Because it's just... Maybe we had to be there. Yeah, maybe yeah. we had to be it's just, there. But it's the most yeah. ridiculous thing. Yeah. Like, And then he pulls out his gun on and he's like, maybe you got to put more iron in your diet and he says oh like, that's funny that's and funny. i was just like i was just like who wrote this what, what about the one that you told me about rambo that one is explicit so basically it's not the, that explicit so basically the beginning of the movie <laughs> so who here is okay with me saying <laughs> so basically at the be- like literally stallone's like first lines in this movie is as he's finishing like a drug bust and the cops are like who does this guy think he is 
And then one of the other cops says to him, he's like, oh, this guy thinks he's Rambo. And then Stallone looks at him. He's like, Rambo is a pussy. <laughs> and keep on, this movie came out in 89. So it was like like a couple years after Rambo. I was like, <laughs> like, just like Rambo. Sylvester and Sylvester. That's literally how he delivers his lines in this movie. Oh Sylvester with glasses is a cute guy. He's a, he's a, he's a good looking he's a good looking guy there before like the Botox and. Uh, oh yeah. What do you have? Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, so it's it's an interesting movie. Check it out if you uh, if you have some time and if you just want to experience what 1989 was like if you were uh, two white guys being cops. Um, <laughs> and stop. Or, or my, my mom, mom will shoot. shoot. Okay. Jinx. <laughs> That was what we've been watching this week, so I think it is time to go into the topic of the show. Okay, let's do it. Let's do I'm it. I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's no. do oh, it. I, I thought you were going to do the X-Men theme again. Let's do it. So, this week on the movie podcast, in honor of Dark Phoenix coming out on Thursday, we thought it would be a cool idea to kind of go back and look at all the X-Men movies that have come out, which, compared to the MCU, there's only been about 12, which is crazy to think. Um, look at, kind of reflect back on these movies, say what, maybe what we liked about some of them, and maybe predict where the X-Men franchise is going to go. Are we counting Deadpool? Yes. Okay. Down the road. Wait, down the road? Down the road, what oh, okay. we're picturing is going to happen with the X-Men. Okay, let's start off with X-Men 2000. X-Men 2000. <laughs> Year 2000. I, honestly, wouldn't be surprised if they re-released the film. like call it Calling it X-Men 2000? Or if that was supposed to be the name of the film like maybe. initially. Because, I mean, movies that were coming out in 2000 were all, for some reason, named 2000. Yeah, they had like that, that's such <coughs> a, like a, mo- like a millennium thing. Like, let's thing say it, it right? yeah, like 2000. <laughs> Anthony, you okay? So, yeah, it's allergy season. X-Men, yeah, same for me here. X-Men 2000, directed by no one other than Brian Singer. Yes. Uh, a name is... will be... Coming up a lot with all the A name will be coming up a lot. This movie really, I guess, paved the way for superhero films in the PG-13 For sure. Because, I mean, as Anthony's said many times before, Blade is really what kind of got Marvel out of that slump. Right. You know, like, uh, Wesley Snipes killed his Blade. Blade did well, but X-Men is what... Like yeah. really kicked off like the, really the team up. up movie and things like that, yeah. right? And I mean, it was a great franchise because I mean it was a popular show in the '90s as right. well on TV. So this movie comes out, you get introduced to all these amazing, amazing actors: Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman, as is... a skinny Wolverine, right? Uh, you got uh, the man who never ages as well, um, <laughs> Patrick Stewart. No, I was gonna say James Marsden. Yeah, James Marsden. Does he who plays Cyclops? Yeah, he, he looks the exact age, same eh? in the Sonic trailer. He yeah. looks like he's coming off. He the yeah, he doesn't age. No. Yeah. I was ta- talking to Mel because she was watching. Um, Dead to Me, which is a Netflix yeah, yeah. show, and he's in it. Yeah, he's he looks exactly he looks the same. I think he's good hilarious. For him, man. He's yeah, funny he's in Enchanted, I think. Right, Enchanted. He was so good as the yeah. prince, uh, as the prince in that. So you get this film, and it's it's absolutely mind blowing, right? Really, especially for that time. Yeah. Um, and I think it really like paved the way for okay, people are down to see it. Right. And it was also filmed in Toronto, so yeah. And that you have Ian McKellen, who literally just finished stolen. <laughs> he was also Gandalf at the time, and he's playing Magneto. Uh, Patrick Stewart is playing uh, Professor X. So you have a great dynamic there. And I feel like every single X1 movie after that, it has always been like, Magneto was like, oh, he's a good guy for a bit. And then he turned out to be a bad guy. Which is, yeah, this is just the thing. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, you have a great, I mean, the effects in this movie are just, this movie out of, I think, all of the X movies, X-Men movies doesn't age the Was greatest. it, sorry, was it in this one where Halberry says that frog line? Right. Yeah. Do you mind, do you remember do, what it is? Do you know what happens when a frog gets electrocuted? 
the same thing happens to every exactly. Yeah, and I was person. like, <laughs> I remember as a kid, I was like, what? That, that's your that's your kill line. I remember I was like, what? So Josh Sweden actually wrote this movie. He was part of the writing team on this movie. There was a lot of really uh, writers for this film, me. And uh, basically, that joke was uh, a continuation of a joke that was reoccurring throughout the whole movie. Yes, about because that his the frog character or Toad, whatever his name is, kept saying like, "Do what happens when a frog does this," yeah. and like she was giving it back to him in the final battle. But all the other lines got cut out, so it literally just stands as a but super you know who awkward wrote the screenplay, line. Screenplay though, who? David Hayter, like David oh, Hayter wow. from like, yeah, from like Metal Gear Solid. Okay, That's so cool. weird. Yeah, Snake. I was looking at that. I'm like, Dude. yeah, Solid Snake. The voice of Solid yeah. Snake wrote was the screenplay yeah. writer for this movie. But we could all agree, first X Men was at least a solid, a solid basis, solid right? Yeah, thing. yeah. X Two yeah. comes out. X Two United comes out 2004. And it starts off with 2003. A, 2003. Yeah. It starts off with a presidential sequence. Yeah. What a sequence. Nightcrawler just absolutely just stealing the That was the show a pretty cool movie. sequence. One of my yeah. favorite sequences in all of comic book movies. And I feel like for a long time, X2 was always a movie that people were like, yeah, that's the best superhero movie. And then post-2008 happens and not so much anymore. But right. X2, great, fantastic movie. Lots of great action. Again, it's very 2000s-y. You know, like the Sean Ashmore's. We have um, who plays um, Rogue in it again? Anna I'm Paquin. Up. Anna Paquin. That's it. Yes. Uh, so you, you got a, you got a lot of like the teenage like dynamics happening as well yeah. too. Uh, Brian Singer also directed this one, and then he ended up leaving X Three, The Last Stand, because he wanted to go direct Superman Returns. That was a choice he made, yeah. and that's all we'll say about that. Yeah. Uh, that's really when everything kind of went to yeah. garbage. Yeah. When X Men. Three hits, 2006. Awful. Not good. And Brett there Ratner. has been Brett Ratner, awful human being. Like, literally awful an awful person. human being. He's a really he, bad guy. He's awful. I'm he's, surprised he's, he's listening to this podcast. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised he's like, he hasn't been. He has been taken down. Like, he's been. Oh, gone. he's been taken down. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. His, uh, what, Rat Pack Films is now called yeah, something else. It's like Dune Pack. Trash Pack Films. Trash pack. Something like that. But yeah, he's, he's been, he's, he's out of there. He's, uh, he's, He's he's gone, yeah. Because I remember even um, uh, Gal Gadot before she did um, Wonder Woman, she said that I will never, I won't do part two be- until Brett he- Ratner yeah, is off. Yeah, it's called Dune Entertainment. Now. That's it. Um, so X three happens, not good, and then they literally follow up X three with X Men Origins Wolverine. Joe! Sorry, thank you. Which I think was easily. The worst action movie ever been made. Was Simon Kinberg, Kinberg the producer in all the films, right? I believe so, yeah. But for X3, yeah. he was also the writer. So at this point, David Hayter's gone. Right, David Hayter's Zach gone. Zach Penn is the continuing right. writer from X2. And you got Simon Kinberg now as a writing credit. Yep. And X-Men <laughs> 3 is just so Terrible. many levels of bad. Yeah. And then we go to... Origins Wolverine. Let's take a look. Let's Hugh Jackman look. finally getting his Wolverine movie, and it... this movie also leaked. <laughs> it it leaked before. Like it came I think out. it's like two weeks early. The basically the the VFX print for this movie came out, and I remember watching it with my husband. Yeah. yeah, and like you you're seeing Wolverine like acting without his claws. Not that the CG looked better in the final oh movie. My. Yeah, I remember. But this. what the, the biggest travesty is in this movie is what they did to Deadpool. Right, is that or, they that's, yeah. sealed his mouth, gave him like Baraka claws, yeah. and like he like, heat vision, like it was just a mess. weird. What a mess! What weird. a mess of a movie! What a mess! Yeah, I remember I watched that that print because I was like, oh, this movie might be cool. I can't wait to watch it. 
And then I didn't see it in theaters because of it. Because I was like, what the hell? There was a scene, like, where they're flying an airplane and it's just a CGI, like, rendering of it. Um, But, yeah, that movie was... It was awful. So many levels of bad. And like, I, I've been like trying to like prepare myself this week. So I'm like, am I going to go back and watch all of them? And no, then you're not. Then Screen Junkies put out like a 20 minute like recap of all of them. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to watch this. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Will I am was in X Men Origins. Yeah. Wolverine. Yep. He playing John Wraith. You know, like At Taylor Kitsch was in it. Playing, I will say uh, though, the video game for X Men Origins Wolverine, fantastic. such a fun game, mature game too, super mature game. Um, again, the best thing that that movie gave us was Ryan Reynolds. And, and that, he had Taylor Kitsch playing Gambit. There you go. Yep. And yeah, Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, you said that like five times. Yeah. Taylor Kitsch playing Taylor Gambit. K- Taylor that- Kitsch was Gambit. Taylor yeah. Kitsch was Gambit. Or was it Taylor Kitsch? Uh, he was playing Gambit. Okay. Um, so this movie comes out in 2009. <laughs> we would have to wait two more years before we get, personally, I think my favorite, one of my favorite X-Men films, First Class. First Class. It's my class. favorite X-Men film, yeah. Directed by Matthew Vaughn, mm-hmm. bringing it back to the 60s, really not saying if it is a prequel or if it's just kind of like a brand new continuity, but what a so, great movie this is. I remember when this movie was coming out, there was all these photos coming out for the film, obviously, right? Like, you know, like, well, these are the press releases. Right. And after X-Men 3 and X-Men Origins Wolverine, I had zero hope in the X-Men franchise, yeah. so I wasn't really looking forward to it. And I remember Pictures of Beast came out, and I'm like, this movie looks... yeah. And it was rushed. This movie was super rushed. Super rushed. Uh, Magneto's helmet looked really large on him in some pictures. And just overall, I was like, this movie looks awful. I'm never going to watch it. Who's this Matthew Vaughn guy? (laughs) I went to go watch it in theaters. I was blown away. James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence. Like, what a cast of characters. And also, what a well-made movie. Kevin Bacon. Um, I remember literally in 2011, Green Lantern was coming out, already being voted the Number one anticipated superhero movie, won the best like trailer award, things like that. You had Thor, you had Captain America, the first Avenger, and I'm like, oh, and X Men now is going to try and come around. Like that was literally the one on my radar that I didn't care about at all. Yeah, as a Same huge here. superhero fans, like we we're just like, no, because it's going to be awful. It ended up being the best superhero movie that year. Yeah, what it a was great movie! Surprise and delight. What a really great movie. Followed up by uh, Days of Future Past. Where our boy, kidding, not our boy. Yeah, so Matthew Vaughn didn't come back for this one. No. Brian Singer came back and basically used it as a way to merge the original X-Men cast of the early 2000s with this new 60s cast that set takes place in the 70s. Uh, you guys have all probably seen it. Time travel is involved. Really cool movie. Very just, cool I, movie. I just find that it's not one like on repeat viewings that I feel like it loses a little bit of steam towards the end. Yeah. Um. But it also pretty much wipes X Men Three out of existence, which is great. Which, yeah. is, which is probably the best thing this movie does. And again, yes, I agree. It, uh, it, it, it felt like a continuation of Matthew Vaughn. Right. Like you can tell his DNA is still in the film. Yeah. And Brian Singer was like, "Okay, cool, I'll direct it," because I think Matthew Vaughn was moving on to something else. Yeah, I think he was doing Kingsman, Kingsman at that point, right? right? Yeah. Um, what I don't like about this new series is Mystique, and I, I like Jennifer Lawrence. Right. Just you can tell, like. She doesn't want to be in the makeup. Yeah, like and every every movie, it's like it's getting more reduced and reduced and yeah, reduced. Yeah, and at right? this point, like in most of this movie, she's just Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, not Mystique. Right. Um, and yeah, I just and I feel like she's also getting because Jennifer Lawrence exploded during this time of popularity. They were giving her a lot more Mystique, a lot more of a, the center of the movie, where it's yes. just like, oh, we don't really need to she's have everything centered around Mystique at this point, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I never understood her. She was always a villain, right? So right. whenever you see her, she's like now this 
hero. She's yeah, especially in uh, the new movies. She's really never made sense. Hero. Yeah, you know, like it just never fit in well with me. Her character, or, like Mystique, as a main right. character to this. Um, at this, at this but I thought the X Men Days of Future Past, like how they finished this movie, yeah. was so well done. Beautiful. I love the ending of this movie. This ending was just so clean, especially with such a complicated storyline. Storyline from future to present to past and all that stuff. Brian Singer did a really good job with yeah. this, right? Oh, we got Hugh Jackman's butt too. Hugh Jackman's butt. Uh, we got uh, we got a jacked Hugh Jackman. <laughs> oh we got, yeah. We, we, oh, jacked, he, I think this is the biggest he's ever been. Man. Like in a in a movie he was yeah. just like ripped in this movie, yeah 100 um also what i loved about did this we movie- go watch it together yeah we did yeah we did we watched that uh, queensway wow yeah. that was five uh, years ago five years ago yeah we were all friends then see that's five years ago that's that five years ago man my gosh yeah. um 2014 we also um something that i love something that amazing came out of this movie there's a score in the movie as well too that john ottman who's been the composer pretty much throughout all of the x-men movies there's a, a track called hope or like in brackets xavier's theme which is just like one of the best scores that i like i listen to like constantly to this day so it's great if you guys want to give that a listen Um, i will and you have a great scene between patrick stewart actually talking to the younger version of himself as well too as james mccowboy really cool scene we did we did forget an excellent movie though which one did we forget 2013 oh yes we did forget one the wolverine the wolverine which at the end is this gives uh when we he's in Japan? Magne- uh, yeah. We see Magneto and uh, Xavier basically telling him, we need you the only Wolverine in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I I like the Wolverine. Me too. This That's was also James Mangold's James Wolverine. Mangold's yeah. first entry into the X-Men series. Yeah. And you could tell that he came on later to the project because this movie was delayed a bunch of times oh, as yeah. well, too. And we didn't see marketing for this film until like two months before. Yeah. yeah. But like the posters for this movie were beautiful. Artwork, um, and I, I really enjoy this movie as well too. I, like to, I think the ending is where the film starts to falter, right? But I love the Japanese aesthetic, and I love yep. Wolverine's character. I love how grounded in reality the yep. film is as yep. well. And you could tell that if Mangold had been working on this from the beginning, he would have brought. You would have killed it. He would have killed it because I mean, we'll get to it. Yep. We'll get to it. Um, after after Days of Future Past, our next X Men movie was basically Deadpool, mm-hmm. which Deadpool goes without saying. Like its road to screen was awful as well too but since that leaked footage came out it basically kicked deadpool up to be one of the most famous superheroes right now right? yeah and, and the movie was funny it referenced so many things and i love in deadpool too when they reference like hey i'm always at this house like he's at the professor the, X's, the, the mansion it's like but i never see the x-men here and then like there's a shot of them in the background just like closing the door yeah just like no hilarious no. yeah so um, you can tell they have a lot of fun with these movies 100%. ryan reynolds obviously born to play deadpool mm-hmm. I have allergies. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about it. No, that was just my, like, I'm sniffles. I got you. Sorry, oh, guys. Um, did we get, yeah, we got, uh, oh, was X-Men Apocalypse before Deadpool 2? It was, right? It was before Deadpool 2, but it's the same year as Deadpool. Oh, yeah, so that came out later. We actually, yeah. Shane and I actually drove to New York City. Oh, yeah. To see the cast of X-Men Apocalypse. You drove to New York City we to drove see to this? We literally... Oh, no, 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 not the movie. We no, no, no. To cast. see the cast? To see the cast because they were at yeah. the Apple Store in Soho. I would love to see Michael Fassbender. I would oh, love yeah. to hug him. He wasn't there, though. No. McAvoy was there, yeah. though. Okay. But I wish um, he was there. But, yeah, yeah Lana Condor, uh, Alexander Sophie Shipp, Turner. Tyler, Taylor... Taylor Kitsch. No, no, no. no. The there. one from uh, Ready Jonathan Player Taylor one. Thomas. Yeah. No, yes, I wish he was there. Taylor Thomas. And he was playing Simba. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was also Randy from Home Improvement as well. And Simon, Simon Kinberg was there too. Yeah, Simon Kinberg was there as well. But yeah, James McAvoy. It was cool meeting him. 
yeah, it was it was a really cool experience, and we were literally in twenty four hours. We came home, watched X Men back in the GTA, and we were just like, well, at least we went to New York. That movie, and I'm, and I'm sorry, Oscar I'm Isaac gonna, was in that movie. I'm gonna sound so negative right Say now. Say it. Naked. It was so bad. I left the theater angry. Right. It like, doesn't happen too often. Really bad. It's, what what it's, angered you so much about it? It's got a seven. Sorry, it's got a seven out of ten user score. Three hundred and fifty four thousand. Is this on Rotten Tomatoes? This is on IMDb. Oh, okay, gotcha. That's very surprising. That's surprising. Sorry, go on. Go on with your story. It was then. yeah. It was just just awful, man. Like there's there's nothing good about this movie. I I can't like it's. It, it's the CGI looks bad. The the acting is really like they didn't want to be there. No, there's another. There's a whole side story with with uh, Magneto and his family and and Apocalypse. Like like who like, like Oscar Isaac's so not he's right Oscar Isaac is such an amazing actor, but he was so wasted in that movie because he's I under Oscar mountains and mountains of makeup. It could have been anyone. It could be anybody. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the CGI fest at the end and. You could like again, like that's I think jumping ahead a little bit. Now that we're getting a Dark Phoenix movie as the end film in the series, it's almost like it like they were trying to tee up these like Jean Grey and like Cyclops and everything, but we haven't really gotten a chance to like them yet. Yeah. So like it's just weird that they're jumping to that after Days of Future Past. Obviously, sorry after um, Apocalypse, we got Deadpool two or Logan. 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 One of the greatest. One of the greatest ever made. Hundred percent. It's it, it to me isn't a comic book film. No. Yeah. It to me is a western. Yeah. And it is like here's the thing with Logan. I haven't watched it that many times. I've watched it maybe about three times, I'd say. Right. Uh once at home in color and then in black and white. Yep. And I think it is it's such a heavy watch, but that opening sequence, like the movie, like I always wonder like how is Logan gonna start? Yeah. And the movie starts off with him drunk out of his mind, sleeping in a limo right coming out and just murdering a cartel gang right How, like, that was so great if what you told scene. me that that's how the film started i wouldn't yeah. have believed you it's and this is mangold like james mangold like being like hey i have the I creative ownership of this now let me do something let me do something cool with it and he made one of the greatest movies yeah. easily one of the greatest movies yeah. um what a film! Like, what what could we say about this movie that hasn't been said already? It just it got just, snubbed I, for an Oscar. That's for sure. Hugh Jackman should have been nominated. He was should've just director, the, director the girl who played uh, like X twenty three. Yeah, she was great. What a fantastic actress! Like the the, yeah. the young girl. Like she was just uh, that scene where she basically she doesn't Daphne talk. Keen. She doesn't talk the whole movie, and then she basically just unloads on Hugh Jackman in Spanish, and it's just one of the greatest scenes in that movie and everyone was comparing it to the last of us as well too yeah. she um, her name is uh, Daphne Keene what a well, hopefully we'll see we see more of her down the road um, but what a great movie then obviously we've had Deadpool 2 which is another great entry to the series again you could just tell how much Ryan Reynolds loves this character um, do you guys have any thoughts on Deadpool 2 uh i watched it not too long ago yeah, yeah. we talked about it and um, yeah it was it's fun movie it's fun uh, I love the uh, Invisible Man reveal. Oh yeah, yeah. that's Brad Pitt. Yes, yeah, so yeah. fantastic. Such a such yeah, a like like the thing. whole like the whole the fact that the whole marketing of the film was right behind X, the X Force. Yeah, and then when you finally meet them, they're literally on screen with thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah, hilarious. So good. Yeah, so so good. I wish they I wish they stuck because for so long the movie was called the Untitled Deadpool sequel. Yes, I wish they stuck with that name because that was just yeah. that just on brand for them. Um, and now we're here with. 
Dark Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. And New Mutants, if that's ever going to come out. Well, yeah. I mean, it's four still years later almost. Still scheduled. Um, what are you What are you guys thinking going into Dark Phoenix now? Because Disney is now marketing this as the end. This is the end. My only friend. This is the end of the 20th Century Fox reign of terror. Reign of X Men. Right. Um, do you think they shot scenes that relate to things that we might see in the f- future Disney films? Right, because, I mean, well, this movie was shot... So this movie is actually being directed by Simon Kinberg. Yeah. So this is the first movie that he's directed in the X-Men series. Um, so do you, so you're asking if they've shot anything like to tease future movies? Yes. I don't think so. Like, I think maybe they did. Maybe they'll allude to things. But it's not going to go anywhere now, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah, I think they probably like were one day. Maybe if there was like an after credit sequence, whatever. Right. Maybe it's been ripped out now. Who knows? But um, only until the film comes out. Maybe about a few weeks after, will we find out more information about 100%. how the film was, what troubles it had? Because we've been hearing about the troubles it's had, but right? Really, like. Now that Disney's taking over, it's like, oh, well, we had planned this scene of Wolverine coming back, and blah, 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 uh, and we had cast uh, Jeff Goldblum to play Wolverine, but uh, we had to... Steven Seagal was going to be his (laughs) claws. Wait, his And it was going to be uh, Timothy Chalamet playing his beard, Uh, but uh, in the end, once Disney bought us, we had to cut that scene out. So, with that being said, where do you guys hope X-Men goes from this point on now? So, we know... There are plans to introduce the X Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but what do you what do you guys hope to see going forward? Um, do you I would you guys mind a re origin of or the retold story of the X Men? Sure, I give it. But to in, you. In, in the MCU, in the MCU, sure. yes, yes, with the the MCU, we'll say recipe, yes. yes. So, like um. But is it is it an X Men movie or is it individual characters are going to? No, be it's an X Men movie because X Men was never like an individual story. It's right. always been a group. It's always been you know these so now kids. Who's going to be your core group of the X Men film? The core group that started the X Men. Not even Wolverine is in this. So who are you? Uh, who are you seeing as your core group? So Cyclops, Beast, Angel. Um, Angel I, who never has gone justice. In yeah, the Angel. Well, I mean, never I, I I like the actor they chose, uh, Ben Foster. Foster in uh, X three. Three. Yeah. yeah. Jean Grey and uh, Professor X. No, no, there's one more. Jubilee, Iceman. Jub- oh, Iceman. Iceman. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then Professor X. Yes, and then their villain. Yeah. Would either be Sabretooth, a small character like, like not a small character, but not a, a big enough character like Magneto, that would, like, it would lead up to a Magneto. Like maybe the end would be Magneto. Do you do you think we see Magneto? Is Magneto like an Magneto, ally? In this Magneto movie so far? is seen, but right. he's not the main villain. Right. Maybe Juggernaut is. Okay. Because Juggernaut plays family because he's you know the stepbrother of um, Charles Xavier. Right. Which we we never know in the right. In so the... these are these are really cool stories that they could tell using the Marvel. Recipe. Just give them their costumes, man. I just, I just, I love the X Men costumes, and you know they, they. Yeah, kinda, I'm, I'm very curious to see teased, what these. They cost- tease them in um, first class. They wear them at the end of the movie, the yellow, and then in Days of Future Past, you kind of see some suits, and then in Apocalypse, at the end of Apocalypse, they all have these dope looking suits. Also, they never age in the in this current line of movies. <laughs> no, Every no. movie takes place in a different decade. They're always the same age, They're but still, they, like, yeah, they have these cool dope suits, but again. 
we're looking at Dark Phoenix. They're not wearing. They're wearing normal clothes. Yeah. So it's like, I'm ho- hopefully we'll see we're, some cool suits. Wasn't a yeah, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch also part of the OG crew or they were uh, they're villains. Magneto's kids, right? Yeah. yeah, they were villains. Yeah, and part of um, the Brotherhood. The Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yeah, but they weren't really. We didn't know they yeah. were his kids but until I, later. But I'm glad we're not going to have like Mag- Magneto's kids and. Yeah, and I don't even want to see Magneto. Yeah, like, to tell I, you the truth. he'd be a great villain for number two. Or it's number like, it's three. Like, it's, it's like Batman Begins. Like, like a lead let's up to... not have the Joker in our first movie. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's lead into him because like, yeah. you, you gotta give us something. Like, you gotta leave us wanting something. Yeah. Right? If you just give us everything at the beginning, then it doesn't really even Mister it... Sinister. Yeah, like give which us... they tease in Apocalypse, right? Do they remember? I'm trying to think. The after credit sequence. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Essex Corporation, yeah. right? Like the uh, the whole uh, Wolverine sequence happens of him like becoming Wolverine, right? And then the after credit sequence in that film, which also never gets followed up on, unless it gets followed up on Dark Phoenix, which I doubt. Probably. Um, it, like it literally leads into, oh yeah, the Essex Corporation, which right. is you know. Is Hugh Jackman in this movie? No, no. Do you think he's teased at all in it? Because he's he has to be in this. Movie. I think he. Well, may, I think we'll hear of Wolverine because yeah. like, we saw him in Apocalypse, right? He like breaks. Like, isn't he like? With yeah, the... he's yeah. Because that's him becoming Wolverine, right? Yeah. Is the 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 Weapon X mask right. on? Yeah. yeah. So maybe maybe he's teased somewhere, but but the best is I think still in First Class. His little nod, like that was amazing. Oh, such a great scene. Yeah. Like, I'm Charles Xavier. I'm. Uh... Eric, Eric Stormcloud. Right? Stormcloud is that what you just said? <laughs> Eric, Eric Lyncher, right? Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, nice. Ah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, so good, <laughs> so so good. Um, do you do you guys see it as movies? You see it as like, do you think a Disney I want Plus movies, show? I want movies, and I don't want like no offense, I just don't want. Um, no, no, it's not good. No, I'm not gonna do somebody else. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't want individual films. I agree with Anthony. I want a X Men movie and. They got to use the MCU formula, right, or recipe, and just make it like that. That's it. Like, just introduce these characters. It, it shouldn't be too hard. Like ten minute segments of them just kind of like discovering what's right. going on. Uh, Charles you, Xavier finds them. Can you see the movie starting with them already being like a team? Like, do you think yeah. we need to see them? Do you need to see Charles collecting them? Pretty no, much? no, that we don't. You don't need to see it because no. I think I mean. People should know by now. Right. But I still feel like they would. Yeah. But I don't think they need to. Also, like, introducing, like, like mutants into this universe right. is a huge, like, it's it It'll takes over deal. the the world right. type of thing. So, because it becomes like this, it's like a form of racism. Right. Where people hate mutants. Yeah, the mutant gene and... And you don't see that right now in the MCU. No. So, you have to build that. So, right. it can't be just overnight, oh, I hate mutants. Right. Uh-oh. There has to be something that starts to spawn this. Right. And I think that's I think that's why Kevin Feige, of course, the president of Marvel Studios, is taking their... They're, they're taking their time trying to make sure that when they do it, they're doing it right. Mm-hmm. Because they're 22 movies deep. They don't want to, like, drop the ball now. Yeah. Right? When you even think of a movie like Batman vs. Superman, where in this, which is a sequel to Man of Steel, like, that's where you get that racism factor or, I guess, speciesism factor of, like, no, we, we're against superheroes. Like, right. You know, yeah. Superman is so on the other side of things. Right. Because like, he good He's or an bad, alien, yeah. That X-Men, really, that's one of their, their bread and butters, their storyline. Like, you know, people are against X-Men or mutants. Right. Yeah. And... Yeah, they got to build to that. It doesn't have to. It shouldn't be the first film. Right. What if she was the second or third movie where that it becomes a big factor? Right. And that's really when you got Magneto, I guess, coming in. Really, be cool. Yeah, because like Magneto would be the the villain, and he'd be the one that 
humanity uses him as the example of why they hate mutants because this one's so evil. Yeah. Right. In all like the Marvel movies, we in the Marvel Studios movies, we really haven't had like a like a villain that like humanity hates as much. Like we've had like Thanos, a big villain. We've had villains, but they've all been very personal to the heroes, mm-hmm. right? But we haven't really had like a world dominated, like world domination. Humans were more evolved than humans, so it'll be cool to see uh, what uh, what they do going forward with it. He could be the phase four villain or phase, five villain, phase five villain, right? Yeah. Because he is a very powerful character. Like he definitely. His character is, and I'm not saying like he, he, where he has these powers and he can right. do all these. It's he he himself is a grand character in, right. in the whole universe of Marvel. So sure. he could be big enough to lead that into another phase. Now, do you guys have? I wanna I wanna end with this. If this is cool with you guys, do you guys have a pick on who you would want to play Wolverine? Because no. I think that's gonna be the the toughest role to cast. Robinson. Robert Pattinson. Or Timothy Chalamet. And Paddington Bear. <laughs> Paddington Bear comes back. As to, Wolverine. As Wolverine. Uh, no, um, I don't know, man. Like, I, I was looking at Jake Gyllenhaal, but yeah. now he's Mysterio, so he can't play Wolverine. He cannot do it. Like, when you're, I think, in the Marvel Universe, like, right now, when you play one character, that's your character there, for life. There have been some overlaps, but they've never been, like, main characters. Yes. Yeah, they've never been main characters. So. Yeah. So, I don't, like, I, I would have loved to see... Um, Jake Gyllenhaal do it. Yeah. Um, there's also you just pointed out. Um, if you go back up, um, Clint Eastwood's son. Oh, oh. Scott Eastwood. Scott Eastwood. But he looks too much. I feel like they, if they're trying to copy Hugh Jackman too much. Also, uh, Scott Eastwood. I'm not too big of a fan of his. No, man, yeah, but he has a look. He has. Yeah, the, but Wolverine the isn't supposed look. to be tall though. Wolverine's supposed to be like a. Yeah, short... but Scott Eastwood's not tall. Yeah, he's like six seven. <laughs> he's not six <laughs> no, seven. He's, he's, a tall, he's, he's a tall. fourteen he's... feet tall. No, no, Scott Eastwood's a tall okay, dude. Okay, no, though, Scott. Like... I'm telling you, Scott Eastwood right now is no taller than five twelve. Is five twelve? He's 1.8 meters. Oh, my God. For our fans out there, what the hell is that? (laughs) 1.8 meters. In the Americas, what is 1.8 meters? 5'9". Ha! Really? Still too... It's, it's still too tall for Wolverine. <laughs> what? It's what? Still too, Wolverine is a short. Okay, Wolverine you're gonna get Peter like Dinklage one. to play Wolverine now. I want Danny DeVito to play Wolverine. <laughs> Peter Dinklage is playing Wolverine, and that's it. I I'll take it. You know what? I'll take it. Tom Hardy has the has the height. I yeah. just don't know about the age anymore. Right. He also is Venom, so no. Oh, yeah. that's true. Too. He's also I think heard he's gonna be playing Venom as Wolverine. <laughs> uh, I don't want Taylor Kitsch. Uh do you think they go younger with Wolverine or Charlie you- Hunnam? But like again, uh, not a good actor no. for me. Uh, I also see him as Green Arrow, not yeah. uh, Wolverine. You gotta get like a scruffy, furry looking guy. Who's uh, Jai Courtney? No, no Jai Courtney? No. No. no, hell no. I can't think of anybody that I would want. Really, it's got to be someone. Like they're gonna pick somebody, and we'll be like, oh yeah, I oh, guess yeah, I didn't think I of that. So, yeah. Oh, Whoopi Goldberg. I didn't even think. Oh, but she, good choice. Good she choice. works out. I guess Steve Carell. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Oh. I'm not. You, a, you know who? I, you know who? Honestly, who I really, want? Who? Keanu Reeves. Keanu, oh, he no, said he wants to play he's him. Right? Too he's too old. I know, but like, just imagine. he'd be cool. He'd be cool. He'd be cool, but like, if they, if they, I could see them doing like a Wolverine I don't anime know if, and making. Him I don't the voice know if of Keanu him. Reeves has the the the, um, the Wolverine chops. like bravado and chops. <laughs> you know, Wolverine has a bravado to him yeah. where he. But, it's yeah. hard to mimic. You, I feel like you just need someone like like. Thick, thick, and wide. And again, they're thick. gonna, they're gonna probably. Like he, he needs to be like literally like a ravenous, like 
Yeah, they're probably going to CG a lot of him. You think so? Well, just, they're not going to go find some furry man and then put... Listen, man. Look who you're talking to. Mr. Fur? <laughs> are you, are no. You a furry man? No. Um, Do you like furries? No. Uh, mm. But what I will say, I just want to see him wearing the costume. What about Garrett Hedlund? Who is that? <laughs> you know who it you is. Know who he is man. Garrett Hedlund? Yes, he was in the movie with uh, Ben Affleck. Okay, yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. What, Triple Frontier? Yeah. yeah. Which one was he? Oh, okay. You the fucking knew it was Triple Frontier. I just guessed. Frontier. I just guessed. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I just guessed. Uh, the brother. The, the boxer. Oh, okay. Uh, he's, he, he, he's, he's never... He hasn't proven himself to be bad. Yeah. And he hasn't been that popular. Okay. He's yeah. kind of right there in the middle yeah. line of like... You could practice, train, get sure. to the point of being a good Wolverine, where you don't have anything from the past right. that could really like make me go, okay, oh, okay. I'm I'm down. I, he, I he's know, such a middle ground yeah. actor that I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm just give yeah, I'm curious because like I just just give us a cool Wolverine. It's very charming cool looking, but he has blue eyes, so they gotta take those away from him. They have to rip out his eyes oh, or okay. give him contacts. They <laughs> depends. He well, was actually really good in Mudbound. I have not seen it yet. Oh, I haven't seen Mudbound. Mudbound. I've yeah. heard he's uh, like this is him. Uh, with a mustache, <laughs> you're gonna have Shay's to. Just doing he some, doesn't like, Photoshop grow mustache right now. <laughs> he, this is him. And here's I'm him doing a deep fake with right blue now. skin. Blue skin. <laughs> I'm doing a deep fake. Maybe Mystique right as well. He does not grow a full beard yet, so okay. He uh, does this, Daniel. If yeah, that makes you showed up to the camera as well too, so we could see. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it could be Wolverine, I guess. He he looks like Charlie Hunnam a little bit as well too. Yeah, they're best friends. Well, they played brothers in yeah. the movie, so that makes Frontier. sense. Yeah, Daniel. Oh, I don't know who that guy is. No, I I because like, the, the movie with Ben Affleck. I'm like, is it that one? Because I'm just that good. I'm the host this week. Okay, um, guys, thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast. What a great episode. This is fun. Thank you guys for I think all joining us. Are great. Let Except us know for that one episode. That one episode where she yeah. was sick. Which one was yeah. that one? One I was sick. It was what episode was that number episode? The Apple TV one, I think. Uh, one, one, uh, Shout to no, whoever doesn't like it when I'm sick. Disney one. It was a Disney one. Oh, no. from a couple weeks ago with Dis- the new dates. Yeah, that and was. So we don't focus on the night. Na- we we look forward. I we, focus on we all the dates. We look forward. We move on. As always, you could catch a new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday or Sunday nights if you're looking on your podcast services. Yeah, I like um, Game of Thrones is done. <laughs> uh, right into the show. Be part of it. Let us know who you want to play Wolverine. This yeah. time with dot com slash talk. My name is Daniel. I've been one of your hosts alongside Shay. You can also catch the episodes on YouTube.com slash this time with. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say alongside Shay. Yeah. Hi, um, and Anthony. Take care, guys. Shay will not be here next week. Oh. But that was this time with the movie podcasts. See you next. <laughs>